Hello, I'm Rick Cottom, and welcome to Your Maryland. The cover of Pete Peterson's new book on the Great Baltimore Fire of 1904 is a magnificent photograph of the fire at its height. The photographer was looking north from Federal Hill on the afternoon of Monday, February 8th. A wall of thick, violent smoke covers the docks and towers over the little fireboat cataract. Few who see the photograph realize that inside that terrible inferno, 27 fire companies from Baltimore, Philadelphia, Washington, and New York were fighting desperately to stop the fire at the Jones Falls. The New Yorkers had started at 2 that morning, called out by Mayor McClellan, who knew Baltimore was in trouble, but had not received a call for help from her mayor, Robert McLean. When the bells sounded, nine engine companies and a hook-and-ladder company had raced to the docks, taken ferries across the Hudson, loaded aboard trains in Jersey City, and sped south. Thinking they were going on a local call, the men hadn't even put on socks that frigid night. Most had never ventured farther from home than Coney Island or Weehawken in their entire lives. In Philadelphia, the B&O gave them sandwiches and hot coffee. The train derailed a few miles from Baltimore, and as it was being put back on the track, one fireman looked at the midday sky over the city and said, Looks like new smoke. It was. In Baltimore, Battalion Chief John Howe went straight to District Engineer August Emmerich and asked, Where can we fight for you the hardest? Emmerich sent some of them to quell small fires that had jumped the Jones Falls and threw the rest into the line along the falls itself. It was Baltimore's last line of defense. If the fire crossed the falls, it would strike the close-packed houses of Little Italy and Canton. The New Yorkers hooked up their hoses and braced themselves as the fire bore down on them. Soon the flames had forced them back onto the bridges. Then the bridges themselves caught fire. The men fought one enemy in front of them and another below. Two New York companies put out a fire at Denmead's malt house before it could explode and send a blanket of flaming malt particles floating softly over the houses behind them. Almost from the first, Engine Company Number 26, from 37th Street, noticed a little dog who seemed to guide them wherever they went. One man described him as a foxhound, or if he ain't that, he's a breed all to himself. The dog, who answered to Jack, stood with them, even in the worst of the inferno. Their last stand at the Jones Falls succeeded, and by five that afternoon the great fire was finally declared under control. At the request of nervous Baltimoreans, the New Yorkers remained another day in case the fire erupted again. Not until two o'clock Tuesday afternoon did they finally board a train at Camden Station. The dog was still with engine company number 26, looking on wistfully as they climbed into the train, until one of the firemen reached down, scooped him up, and carried him inside the car. Grateful city merchants passed boxes of cigars and bottles of rye whiskey through the windows, and that gave fireman John Kelly an idea. He poured a measure of whiskey over Jack's head and bellowed, I christen thee Baltimore. At Jersey City, they were loading their engines aboard the boats when one of the ferry crewmen shouted, No dogs. Two firemen jumped off number 26 and demanded that Baltimore be allowed on board. The matter was settled. It was one in the morning when the ferries landed in New York, but tens of thousands of people had turned out to welcome their firemen home, for that's what people did in those days. On 37th Street... Someone gave Engine 26 his new mascot a brass-studded collar with a brass plate and scribed Baltimore, February 9, 1904, a waif from the flames. Amid all the attention, the dog did seem happy enough, but he wouldn't eat. The fireman tried everything, even oysters, thinking that's the sort of thing a sea dog from Baltimore might like. Finally, a neighbor suggested dog biscuits, reserved for the more pampered pets of the rich. 
Baltimore took to them instantly. Whoever formerly owned him, cracked a farman, must have been an aristocrat.'